Oh, hey there, kids. It's Chef Brockett. I just wanted to... Just to remind you that this episode's a little bit of a continuation of the one before it. So, if 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 you want, if you if you get a bit a little bit lost, just go back and li- listen to the last one. Okay. Uh, I hope everybody's being safe out there, making their sourdough treats. You know that's that's what I do. I'm a I'm a sh- I'm a baker. You know you might have you might have seen my cakes on on the televisions or the magazines. Anyway, thank you for listening. I love you, there's nothing you can do about it. And I'm gonna go put my feet in a vat of frosting with that goddamn cop. Pardon my, pardon my swears. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Hey guys, did you know that um, Papa John's has made a new Papa John's promise? That... Mm. Um, once they pull, <laughs> once they pull your pizza out and put it in the box and close that out. box, they will not open it back up and touch your pizza. There will never be a breath on it ever again. So, which leads me to <laughs> question, and this is credited to my wife, of course, which hit it a lot sooner than me because we were watching this commercial. It's like, here at Papa John's, when you get your fresh hot delicious Papa John's pizza delivered, you will see a sticker on the outside of the box that promises you, our Papa John's customer, that your pizza was not touched after it came out. (laughs) And Meg was like, what were they doing before? Like, what were they doing before when it came out of the oven? What were the delivery drivers doing? Kicking it past old slappy fat hands who's just like, I got a hand of pizza. Touch the pizza. And what do you do? What do you, if you, what do, you do if that pizza comes and that you got a yeah. seal break? <laughs> throw right. it in the street. Cough What's on it and throw it in the street. Oh, man. The, the, the back to the measures. I mean, what am I, an American anymore if if I have to crack a seal on my pizza, go outside. Go outside. Just... Go outside. It's the most American thing. We have very high standards, but we're a very low brow people. So it's like, yeah. I would like people not to touch anything that I couldn't make myself. Wait a second. Someone could have touched it the whole time. <laughs> Like, yeah, of course. You didn't make the pizza yourself. Anything could happen. Guys, guys. Um it's uh it's um Don Hans the poet here. Let's Don jerk Hans practice. Yeah. I think Kim Jong un is dead. Did you guys hear that? No, his train's at a a, a, a resort. He's fine. <laughs> no, that guy. We were talking last episode, Casey, about um, dictators. Like we were talking about the movie Dave Henning, which oh, is a right, mid nineties yeah. movie where a world <laughs> leader dies and they replace him with some schlub that looks just like him. And mm. I gotta tell you, all the reports that are coming out is that uh, old Kim Jong Un smoked too much and his heart gave out on the operating table. Hmm. Not correct. That's what I. No, not well, like, they're not. They're not going to give you Corona. They're going to well, say it was I mean, an assassin's the death bullet. Itself. He was climbing a mountain. The whole thing is under wraps. Okay, I haven't seen him in a while. In, that is true. In two weeks. In two weeks, and he missed Great Grandpa Un's birthday celebration, which has never but happened. To be fair, put yourself in his position. You're a little fat dictator. The world's going to shit. Probably never met your grandpa. How many things did you fuck off of your grandpa's? And it's like, fuck, I'm out of here. I gotta get a heart surgery. I, I'm i alive. He's dead. Fuck him. Maybe. Maybe. I will say, it's it's funny you brought up the, the corona, Henning. He's an... He's an easy body double to switch out. Oh, big time. No offense. They, they, they KJU, KJU. But apparently, like, and this is definitely sexist. Got a shape. All of the, uh, the, the news stories that follow up, like, what's going on with Kim Jong-un? They're like, don't get too excited. His sister's a bitch. 
apparently, like, next in line, potentially, is his younger sister, sister. who's probably just equally or not the same. Um, Guys, guys, but what if she's hot? She looks just like him. No, I don't. I have no idea what she looks like, but I'm I'm sure she has the same competent level, but and then she be then she's a Bond villain. Exactly. I will say I did look uh, when you said not Corona, Henning. Every once in a while on my news feed, uh, you know, an obituary will pop up, and I'll be like, "Ooh, ooh, Corona, 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 Corona." Oh, old age. The 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 bass player from the Statler Brothers, Harry Reed, Harry Steed, or whatever, passed away yesterday. It's a shame, but I read that whole obituary looking for Corona. Turns out it's kidney failure. But rest in peace, flowers on the Just wall. Ordinary death. You're looking for that excuse. Sensationalism. Well, it's okay we want that T. Corona. Hanks Corona demise. Yeah, that's what everybody's waiting for. We want a big dog. We want a big dog. We go got around. it. I saw a big dog. Kind of. They they Corona didn't take him down, but the Times did. Did you see that uh, story that came out um, about Mister Rogers yesterday? Oh, no. I. Uh-uh. <laughs> Where he told um, the gay guy to just marry a woman and keep his mouth shut. Basically, and and so um, a very and it's interesting. That's a swipe at Hanks. I um. Let me preface it. I've been playing old. Maybe I told you this, Casey. Was playing old Mister Rogers episodes. Well, they're all old, but early Mister Rogers episodes for Ruby. And you guys, they are good for both child and oldie, mm-hmm. because it's the seventies. It's a kid show in the seventies. And personally, I think we'll get to Mister Rogers' issue here, but um, the seventies just has a hard sheen on it i don't care oh, if you're yeah. a early morning chicken show so mr rogers comes in everything's you know looks like it, it's been painted with a brush of fog and he comes in and all of a sudden his buddy he's got a friend who owns a bakery in mr rogers neighborhood and this like harvey firestein 1970s Italian cake baker with the CB on his hat for cake baker comes into Mr. Rogers kitchen and it just brought me so much joy because it was his segment and he's like oh Tony's here Tony come in what have you been up to he's like oh I'm real sad Mr. Rogers Uh, I was at the mall this weekend you know for the cake decorating contest He's like, oh, well, that's great. That's great, Tony. Well, how did it go? He goes, I didn't win. He goes, oh, sit down. He's got a big gold chain on. His shirt's buttoned down to his... <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> buttoned down to... Uh, uh, what's I read that? you loud and clear, CB. Oh, yeah. He's got a, his his cake baking outfit is all like a mustard yellow with brown pipes. And he just sits down and he goes, but I didn't win. And, and uh, uh, Mr. Rogers goes, well, tell me about your day. And then you get the squiggly lines and it takes mm-hmm. you to a mall in 1972, you know, Orange oh, County, my New Jersey. Fucking heart. And he just walks like down to the mall floor and it's this big, burly, Italian mobster looking baker. That's just what he looks like. And then all these beautiful 70s housewives. And he just... Comes up behind him, each like Joe Biden, hand on their shoulders, and he goes, Oh, what is this? What is this? Oh my God, look at your cake there. You got the little man on the side of the cake. And oh, you, what did you do? Those balloons? You did those balloons with little driplet droplets of icing. This is mine. It's a butterfly. Oh, you don't have to say anything. Oh. <laughs> and he goes around to each cake, just this gruff. I mean, he just, you just, he just put a cigarette out and he just goes around and then. He goes around the cakes and he's having an amazing time and you feel good. Like, I'm not like giving it a hard time. Like, you enjoy this. He makes you, takes you through the emotions, but then he takes you through the emotions of losing because they call out. They're like, all right, number one for the third best decorating goes to um, Julia Goldman, who, and then they go through it and just his heart gets up and goes, Ugh. And then so he loses and it cuts back to the kitchen and he goes, and so I 
I didn't win, Mr. Rogers. I didn't win the prize, and I really worked hard for my cake. He goes, well, it sounds like you met a lot of interesting people and really saw a cool new mall. He goes, well, yeah. Well, yeah, Mr. Rogers. (laughs) I guess I did. He's, that's pretty neat experiences, huh? He goes, well, geez, yeah, yeah, it was, Mr. Rogers. This is a 50-year-old Italian New Jersey Goldie cake maker. And it was so perfect. And then as he's leaving, the mailman comes and the mailman is delivering a full cat body print outfit for like a, not a burlesque show, but like for like, he is accidentally dropping off the wrong costume to the wrong Uh house. And he's like, don't worry about that mailman scrummins. I'll deliver it to Celia. I was like, this is the best show ever. Mr. Celia. <laughs> you gotta watch it. It's season three, episode two. You gotta meet this baker. He's delightful. <laughs> um, anyway, so to take that all off, there was a long-running character named Officer Crimmins on Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood who's gay, and he's got a new book coming out, and he says that he went to see Mr. Rogers or Mr. Rogers called him into his office. Fred Rogers called him to his office. It was like, um, Crimmins, Officer Crimmins, whatever your name, Barry Crimmins. I don't know what his name is. That was a comic. Mr. Should I call you by your, your screen name or by your actual name? So he calls Officer Crimmins in there and he says, you know, basically I heard you've been frequenting, you know, the purple pony and this is my dream and you're not going to fuck with my dream. So, you either get back in that closet and marry a woman, or you're not <laughs> arresting anybody in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood anymore. And he did. And then, to Mr. Rogers' credit, five years later, when that marriage ended off a cliff, he's like, I just need to be gay, Mr. Rogers. And Mr. Rogers is like, yeah. Yeah, you should. You can. You can stay. You can stay a cop, too. So, ScriptBot said his name would be Queso Officer Crimin Sparks. <laughs> Thirsty Officer Crimmins Benjamins. I'm getting I'm getting nervous that Casey's losing his mind with a, a robot in quarantine right now. <laughs> it is my new wife. Scotch in the garage. I don't <laughs> have tools. The, one for the machine, one for me. One for the machine, one for me. <laughs> oh my god. That you is guys. well the, when the first time uh, I don't know if you guys have watched the Mr. Rogers documentary, the like Welcome to the one that is the bigger one the premise right. for the Tom Hanks movie. Uh, it's a great documentary, but when it was over, it was I watched it with Ash and her mom. And they both were kind of like, oh, yeah, it was really good. Like, Mr. Rogers is a great guy. Not a big fan of ladies, though. Oh, is he? A like, there's just not a chauvinist? lot of. Like, like. And I didn't see it the first time, but the more we talked about it, the more I looked back on it, it was just a lot of kind of, not to say when he was like, women, you have a place, but there was a lot of just sort of unintended sexism. Sure, sure. Involved, and I was like, he's just like an old church guy. Like, he doesn't want mm, like a sassy guy around him. And like just Lady the, Elaine Fairchild is his caricature of, which is himself, not an actual woman. You guys, right? It's just a. When's the last? So thank you for bringing that up, Henning. When's the last time, like, you physically looked at those puppets? Because you're gonna throw up in your shoes. They, they are the most yeah. disgusting. Think, <laughs> Lady, that's it. Lady Elaine Fairchild just looks like not a dismembered penis that you threw in a blender it it looks so (laughs) disgusting i could not that was what we're talking about like the 70s puts a sheen on everything and the Mm -hmm. fact that those puppets i'm not saying they were like purposely gross like the fact that those passed muster in life in any period of time and it wasn't just like jerk practice you have a show in four hours Make a fucking puppet now. Make a you need a puppet. It was they are so sickening looking and glossy and strange. 
No, the f- they, you're you're right. They have that like glossy. They have the for me, anyways. It's like the old world look. They look like they belonged in my like great grandma's cabinet, and it was something that I shouldn't touch, and I don't know anything about. But they're like, you know, that's yeah. the old Baba Yaga. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck that means. And like, Fragile it's an old witch with a thing. chicken house. Oh, Lady well, Elaine looks like an actual Punch it, and Judy from yeah, medieval, right? Yes, puppet shows. It has that rough, old worldiness to it. And even like, also it's looks funny like she has the bubonic plague. Exactly. Swords. <laughs> Fucking lady. Swords. <laughs> like, but not a flattering uh, portrait of womanhood. But so, no. what, if you're in On the bo- if you're in <laughs> Mr. The, Rogers, right? If you're in the room, and he's pitching the show, and the show is great, and the song, the intro song is really cool, and he's like, yeah, I don't just. Just want to talk to kids straight, but like kind, and show them that you can be kind. There's going to be a puppet segment, and these are the puppets. Like, it, it's it's 1970. It's not 1770. You know what I mean? Like, there was still ways to manufacture something that didn't look sick. But it's also like it's like the free content because he was like the local yokel show in Pittsburgh. I think was the city that he was in. Okay. So yeah, he I just made right. the, the show for local Pittsburgh TV when there were three TV stations. And then it got syndicated. He's making content. And then they're like, Oh mom, this guy is shows up every day. These puppets are crazy. Like, uh, um, Michael Keaton, when he was a kid worked on Mr. Rogers. Cause he's from Pittsburgh. And <clears throat> he talks about just how, all those dudes did was smoke fatties and get lit <laughs> and then just like make Mr. Rogers. And he was you know, super straight laced, weird Mr. Rogers and everybody is high as fucking balls. And there's like, yeah, Mr. Rogers, whatever you want. That looks like a dick. Oh when my you... God. Look at that lady. It's a dick lady. Hold the camera straight. When you add a Pittsburgh sheen on top of it's that, Pittsburgh. it's like the deer hunter. Basically. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> it's got the same and he look. Just, he showed up every day. And like, as I recall from the the documentary, it was like faith-based. He was a very... So he got money. He's like Ed Wood. Uh-huh. Except he wasn't a sex pervert as much as Ed Wood was. Like, he just got money from the church and made his show and just showed up every week and they could count on this guy's content. And then he made it on PBS and like that's where we saw him. You show up every day, man. That's what work. That work ethic. I will say, if you start to, he's a Pittsburgh you... Steeler, man. Oh he's yeah, thirteenth Pittsburgh Steeler. How many people play football? I don't know, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. None in twenty twenty, baby. <laughs> I know, right? Um, there is a. I will say, and you can't. The man's a content creator, and we know that as much as any. They're not all winners. Like I heard, I was like, what is he? He was singing a song, he had him in the background, and he's got amazing songs, but some of them, the songs, you just go, day of, day of, because he was singing, (laughs) he was singing a song, what it it had to do with, like, um, public transportation, but he's like, I get on the bus to get to where I'm going, the bus stops and starts to get to where I'm going. The bus has four wheels. The bus has four wheels. The bus starts and stops, and I get to where I'm going. Stop the bus now. I'm getting onto the bus. <laughs> getting onto the bus, and it starts and stops and gets to where I'm going. Get onto the bus. <laughs> Just gonna you wait think a minute. He's... He's working off that contact high of everybody else. And they're like, no, just lay down another track, man. Just watch it. Don't write it, man. Just watch the footage. And he's like, there is a bus. We are the bus. Maybe. Wheels are a bus. Are wheels just a car? What's a car if it's not just a wheel? There is a, you'll appreciate this as a an engineer and a, an ingenuitive person, Henning. There, uh, one of the early episodes, uh, Mr. 
Because he's got crazy friends. Of course it's Pittsburgh. Because they're his real friends. He goes to visit a guy who just, like, he must have been independently wealthy somehow. So he just spent his life trying to make an electric car. But, like, without funding, just his own funding. So he makes an electric car. Everybody should go look up this clip. But it looks, you're like, that is the most dangerous piece of machinery. (laughs) Because they look like the most toxic, deadly batteries. Homemade batteries you've ever seen. And there's about 38 of them. So literally, he, like, takes, like, the the chassis off of this. It does look like a car. And it's just, it's like a flying coffin in World War One, except for you're just sitting on all these homemade batteries. It's just garbage bags full of, like, V8 batteries. He's like, just <laughs> yeah. pour a little gas on them. Light on fire. Oh, but Mr. Rogers yeah. takes her out for a spin. And, uh, yeah, you gotta see this little fella that's just been working on his own electric car for for years and years and years. So good. King of so it's, off- it's Officer Francois Clemens. Francois. He was, uh, he's this, I listened to this podcast being Mr. Rogers, I think was, was what it was called recommended by Aaron. We're both Mm -hmm. big fans. And I think it meant it mentioned him. Uh, Mr. Clemens is a black gay cop on the show. Well, not, okay. Not on the show. He's, (laughs) he's gay in real life. He's gay and wears white face and he's a, Trash man. And Mr. Rogers allowed him to be black on the show. Right. You, you are allowed. <laughs> there will be one, said Mr. Rogers. I will allow Francois, you. would you come into my office? Uh, there's these rumors coming around that you um, You're not are white. an African-American and have been hanging around with your African-American family. Now, I'm just saying these are rumors. Uh so he wasn't he wasn't as progressive on on homosexuality as he was on the race thing. This is the this is the guy who famously he invited to put his bare feet in a little kiddie oh, pool outside the, with the pool. before pools were even integrated. And Got this was like it. a huge moment in kids TV and TV in general. A black man and a white man sharing the same swimming pool on TV. Oh, you, for you the didn't first see time. Fred's foot flinch when Francois came a little too close. <laughs> it was like, ah! It was like a curtain this water. Hey! And then you, they cut that part where Francois looked down and said, Fred, you need to cut those toenails, bitch! <laughs> That's just nasty, Fred. <laughs> we need to talk. Can you take me in my office? <laughs> no, I think I think in the in the clip I read, he's even in his book, and he doesn't need to justify anything. Which is like, I don't know. He's like, people are gonna get really pissed off at Fred Rogers for this, but he's just like, he was just worried they were gonna, you know, take his show off. Take the air his show and away. The show yeah. meant everything to him. So, I think not in that the I don't know podcast, what that means, but. In the podcast, anyway, my impression was that Fred gave him a choice. Like, this is, you can come out as gay on my show, and we'll, we're going to risk everything. Or, and this is, my, maybe he's pushing, <laughs> this is my advice. Yeah. <laughs> Let's keep that under wraps, and we'll continue this good thing we have going. Love and I need you to marry my cousin Sheila. <laughs> I, they did not. Um, <laughs> they did not get into that part of it. I, I don't remember that. <laughs> Sheila's the got the tightest, hottest flat top you've ever seen. You could land a plane on it. Don't worry. She knows. <laughs> Look, I don't think they're ready to handle a gay police officer. Will you marry my white sister? <laughs> <laughs> Who's a lesbian? who's 16 um yeah i i don't know it's uh, obviously the the thing i saw in the news feed made it very scandalous because everybody's looking to bring like they want to you know fred rogers threatens black mailman with covid19 they're just throwing shit so they can get away with joe biden sticking his digits where they don't belong Digital penetration. 
read that so many times. I'm like, wait, what? Like his phone? I went, oh, no, we're talking like 80s. This is 80s digital, not like the World Wide Web. Yeah, he is definitely analog. Um, He's an analog man. I'm putting that on a bumper sticker. Joe Biden, analog. It really isn't getting, I mean, if we want to go there. I don't know if we want to. I don't know. There's nowhere to go because there's nothing it's to getting. Do. I just, there's nothing I just to made talk. the joke because more people are talking about what Fred Rogers said 30 years ago to a guy in an era. Right. Like we yeah. were just talking about. Right. Like he's just right. talking about his own show and he's like, we, we could do it if we yes. need to. This is also 30 fucking years ago. Right. And, and that Fred... popped up in my newsfeed a lot more than these. Pot- these Any sexual allegations news. you don't have to add anything it's and and now all of these people that were going hard and look as it stands now obviously anybody's better than donald trump that's just that's just for sure but i'm not just gonna go like she's a russian terrorist or some bullshit like i don't know i don't see why this person's allegations are any less um founded than any of the other ones i've heard Hey! I just woke up from a nap. Hamburg Harvey, the heart stopper. I know she she had a McGillicuddy one in there. Oh, poor baby. Just up from a nap. She just she, she's deep on Biden, man. She's a Biden girl. She heard us talking yeah. shitting about Biden. She's like, open that door, open that door. <laughs> His Absolutely campaign manager bad. deleted all her tweets regarding Me Too. Oh, right, as you should. <laughs> it's a perfect bookend. Oh, I know, right? Isn't it great? <laughs> Not funny. Yeah, fuck Joe Biden. Fuck him. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. We all know he's a piece of shit. He's probably less PC than the one that's in the office right now. Right, yeah. He's probably surrounded by less turdlets than the one in the office right now. But he's a piece yeah, of shit. Knows. You know that. Yeah. Bernie Sanders' digits are too malformed and... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got... He's got... What is what's that called? Carpal tunnel. Fist. Oh, right, he's got the Coburns? Yeah, he's got the Coburns. Just perf- in a fist, perpetually in a fist. I've been raising my fist uh, too hard. I, I I have no digits. I'm just in a fist for you. Raise your fist. Bernie Sanders brushed his ever fist against my thigh. <laughs> Bernie Sanders just too tired. Bernie Sanders has been tired since... Yes. Bernie Sanders still has the 1970s sheen on him. He yeah. literally does. You could drop him into a Fred Rogers Pittsburgh episode and he would Thank look you, not, none out of place. So I went to the mall. A new <laughs> mall. Used to be. That's a used great to be cake. a nice neighborhood. It's a beautiful cake. I love the frosting. Uh, it looks um, very <laughs> rebellious. Um, I, I gotta tell you, I, uh, I haven't thought about sex since uh, 1946. Um, because I'm too busy thinking about, um, middle class. I'm so progressive. (sighs) The middle class is like a cake. You got your 1% frosting on the top. There we go. They take all the glory. And the rest of us are stuck supporting it. (laughs) Oh, it's nice. (laughs) Knew you'd get there. It's a fine cake. It's a fine cake, though. It's a fine cake. It's a fine cake. I don't know if I give it first place. Joe? Joe? Um, You didn't bake that cake? Joe? Joe? There's not evidence of you baking that cake? So if I tell people to go to YouTube, they're not going to see you baking a cake? Joe? With greasy fingers? That we don't know where they've been? uh, Joe? Donald Trump strikes me as a frosting guy. So he's going to have a cake with a lot of extra frosting. What we need is a cake with less frosting. Light frosting, a lot of sponge. We need more sponge, less frosting. That's what as cake a, is. As a, look uh, in the dictionary. <laughs> exactly. To go to the dictionary description of cake. As Mister Rogers' creepy baker friend 
ekes over both of their shoulders. <laughs> I gotta tell you, I love how you both baked cakes. <laughs> but I think I'm gonna win. I'm a, I'm a fan of cakes. Just all cakes. Cakes any sizes. My buddy Officer Crimmins is freezing out there in his kiddie pool. They won't let him out <laughs> until it makes a statement. <laughs> the Crimmins in his kiddie pool, fist up. <laughs> his feet are very cold and pruny. He's very pruny. Oh my god. I didn't want to marry Fred's sister. <laughs> Nobody does. And that's the whole precipice of Mr. Rogers' neighborhood was he just wanted to find someone to marry his sister. And everyone he encountered was gay or just like too counter-revolutionary. You? Sister? She's... Oh, okay. All right. Fred Rogers, I'll keep making this show then. That would be a fun smash cut where one of Fred Rogers' neighbors is Bernie Sanders. We could probably make that happen. A little black and white. All the all yeah. the early episodes are black and white. Not that you can't toss a filter on that. Oh yeah, back really when I'm surprised that there. hasn't been memed before. Just a representative from Vermont. And I have uh, a friend who's a representative from Vermont. He's the mayor of Burlington. <laughs> I think that's what he was. I don't know what he was. I'm already I think so, yeah. Moving on to the next thing. Talking about his erotic novels that he wrote. <laughs> Guys, I have a, um, I have like a tooth ache that is so incredibly painful. Well, you got a hot tooth? That I, I woke up about four times in the middle of the oh. night last night. And I don't know, I, I really haven't had tooth pain before. And I'm wondering if you guys have had the type of tooth pain where... It like it's like the concept of hitting your head in the hammer to cure a headache. Like that's almost mm-hmm. what I feel like. I feel like I'd rather go into the garage, take pliers, yeah. and pull this rip- tooth out of my head because that pain would mm-hmm. give some relief to the throbbing pain that's going. Have you guys ever had a toothache before? Oh, I really I don't can't tell you if I've had tooth pain like this before, and I don't think I can go see a dentist. Because dentists are closed here. And not that I would want to, really, unless I'm going to die like a president's son of blood poisoning or something because I got an abscess tooth. No, I I had that a few, like in January. Like in February, I had a filling that broke. Okay. I was like, I got to wait till January to get Obamacare. So, like, I favored one side. You were saying that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I had. This one night where it was just like I couldn't sleep. So what did you do? And just like I had madness. Like, do you are you an aggressive flosser? Like, do yes. you overly? And I have been flossing more because don't stop, stop really? doing that. All right, that will. It's not going to cure what it is, but it's going to make it better because I did what you did. I going overly... after it. I overly flossed and picked and brushed yep. and that's just exaggerating the problem. Okay. And you Had may a have a cavity, but like what you have sounds like what I had was like what cowboys have. And they're like, I have this horse kick me in the face. Or I'm going to put my pistol in my mouth. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I think what, like I would go at it hard with the flosser because like, like that, it almost feels like that'll worse. burst a balloon or something. You're exact. You're exacerbating the problem. All right. All right. I'm glad because I'm, it may just be a gum irritation because yeah. finally, when I got to go to the dentist, I was like, I'm losing my fucking mind here. Like, like, is my entire mouth just an abscess? And they're like, no, nah, we don't see a problem. They're <laughs> like, we're going to fix this. And then I guess that could be fixed. And they fixed it. And it still hurt. But because I was still like, <laughs> like going at it. <laughs> yeah. It was just like, let it go. Let it all go. Right, all right. I'll take that advice. Like, as much as you can, it's still going to bother you. But I had the same problem. Did it and hurt I you? Was, yeah. Did it hurt you worse, like, when you were trying to sleep, if you're laying on your side, versus, it's almost like, if, like, it almost, like, adds pressure or something? Because, like, like, right now, like, until I just mm-hmm. thought of it, I hadn't really 
thought of it, it's there. Yeah. Like when I'm lying down in bed. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> seriously, like, I'm like, what I'll do is I won't just, yeah, there's the pliers, but what I'll do is I'll just take the metal edge of the plier and put it on the outside of my tooth and hit that with the hammer. Because that'll right, like knock things Tom up. Tom Hanks did in uh, Castaway. Just stick that oh, yeah, ice skate right. in your mouth and just knock your half your teeth out. Right, right, right. Oh. No, I had it where I had it like a tea bag, and I could, it would, I could get like two minutes of soothing where if I just like, like got cold air on it. Like I looked it up. I was like, I don't have like I have this weird thing, and just I would get five minutes of sleep and then i would oh, be awake God. and then five minutes of sleep i just so stop fucking with it like okay just let it be give yourself give, do a mouthwash if you need right. or say give it give it some time it'll feel better let but body... i was just actively like just poking and prodding and i drove myself insane it sounds about eventually important. those nerves nerve endings will burn out and yeah, exactly. You just won't feel it anymore. I really have had the conversation. I was like, because it's this tooth right here. It's like the second molar back from the canine. And I was like, ooh, I've seen that go on a lot of people. And uh-huh. it's not one right in the front, but when they smile, you go, Whew. right there, baby. They could, yeah, they could store yeah. a candy cane back there. But smile I was like, now I get there. it. I was like, mm-hmm. if, it, if I walk in and they're like, oh, yeah, well, you know, we can do this and then we'll wait to, and then we'll put like a, a prosthetic in or whatever. I just be like, fuck that. Just pull that thing out of my gums and just let it be an open windy flap and let the wind massage that nerve ending <laughs> and like, let it well, like breathe a little bit. And I did what you did. Cause I worried. And it's like, you only time you're going to need a root canal is if you damage the tooth, like, I have fallen on my face and damaged yeah, the root yeah. to the point of where the root canal or just like the other thing is just like it's it's been rotting for a decade. <laughs> yeah, You know what right. I mean? And like that's why you need a root canal because you you tough through the like pain and then it goes away. Right. And you just pack it full of shit and then that shit breaks up. So you're fine if you can until yeah. the dentists come back i'll get through it yeah yeah, yeah. you're not gonna get like blood poisoning because i thought the same thing you i, I was like oh hansen i think the same way because like this if this tooth is still rotten it's gonna get into the my brain i'm gonna get sick that's the thing people are gonna read my obituary and go covid 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 covid, COVID. Yeah, coronavirus blood poisoning <laughs> from a bad tooth what is this 1865 <laughs> go to the dentist you I couldn't. Dirty Hans to poet. Don Hans so I, to poet. I, I was licking doorknobs to get COVID so they could pull this bad tooth of mine. Uh, well, what do you say, guys? Don't kiss your mom I with say, rotten teeth. I, that's what I think. Be strong. Don't kiss your mom. And and don't floss. You heard it here. Don't mm. take a, take a day off, man. Pump the brakes. We yeah. need to flatten that curve. These dentists are getting overrun by overflossers. I mean, you can't you can't <laughs> wax your car molars. every day. <laughs> flatten the molar, flatten that molar curve. <laughs> oh god, yeah. What um sign sign off with our favorite rap names? Oh yeah, I guess, yeah. Mine was uh Baby Casey the Scientist. Okay. Mine's Don Hans the Poet. This has been Frosty Henny the Outlet. Oh, and you are yeah. listening to Let's Jerk Practice! Let's Jerk Practice! Or <laughs> Veterans Jerk Practice Veterans! I love those. <laughs> nice. Yeah, right. the, the very um, very Eastern block, a few of those. Jerk Practice today in Shave Time! <laughs> <laughs> Practice, jerk practice, sketch boys love to reminisce, yeah. Oh, what a treat I'm having today to open the box and see what's inside. A piece of cheese, and a banana. Oh, wait a minute here. Here's a note. Wrap 
cheese around peeled banana and eat right away. Yours for treats, CB. CB stands for Chef Brocket. Well, wrap cheese around peeled banana. Well, we must peel the banana first. Sounds like a good idea. Cheese and banana. Oh, here's a little corner I'll eat right by itself. Wrap the cheese around the banana and eat right away. Mmm. That's very good. Did you ever have anything like that? Oh my god, I can't believe he fell for it. He ate that, he ate that banana for cheese. Oh, oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. Alright, but, okay, that was the sign-off. But on serious note, where, where are you guys at with your lives, emotions, uh, inside, outside, jobs, staying busy, going crazy, kids in the house? What's going on? Like, are you ready to get the fuck out of the house are you oh like, yeah no totally I'm cool, I'm cool. like let's you know um... kind of it kind of just hit me everyone else got kg a lot earlier it seems i'm an introvert i feel like i was fine until maybe about last week and like if if uh i didn't have two kids here this would be a, a dream i could just work sure finally. oh yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, Ashley made the joke today. We had, It's like a rainy day here, and it's been nice. So I will yeah. say that now that we've finally gotten some warm, sunny days, it's nice to be able to – I'm outside with Harvey, or Ash is outside with Harvey, but today was, like, shitty. Yeah. And she just said, today's a day where we just order Chinese food and watch X-Files all day. And I was like, yes, that's the perfect thing, but that I will never be able to do that again. Right. <laughs> For the next 15 – years I will not get an X-Files Chinese food day because my kid will be here yeah no and I feel like that's what has hit us the most is like because we're quarantined like she's used to going out we had uh, uh, tickets you know like we had an, a pass to the zoo we had a pass to the science right. museum oh, yeah. Yeah, and we were always going out and then the fact we can't do that and then we can't even go to a park yeah I know at least so it's just have... scrambling. We're so thankful that we live in this house now with a yard. For sure. For sure. What? Um... I'm like an old wizard with this patch that is the garden. I was like, I'm going to make compost. So but at first I thought compost was just earth stew. I was like, so... yeah, throw your ham bones in there and throw your this in there. I was like, no, you can't just throw your garbage. That's what's called the garbage dump. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we've I've gone through my... <laughs> I have definitely cultivated, Meg and I have cultivated our compost. Because <laughs> compost needs composition. Yeah. And it can't no, exactly. be all grapefruit rinds. <laughs> You're going to have some very acidic soil. Um, yeah, man, I was just, I'm just, yeah, I'm feeling very, very cagey as well. But then also still like, I did, we made a, gro I made a hardcore grocery run because we're still like, Let's try and like as little as possible. I don't want to be running into a fucking store for bananas because it's still yeah. You know, our numbers are and I'm definitely you know what everything I've fuck numbers. Technically, what I saw our numbers are going up even though in my state they're starting to open things up and they said the the litmus is to see numbers going down for 14 days and they're like yeah I think it's trending that way we're in that and they're like yeah but that's not exactly what you said like the numbers are going up so they're starting to open things up but. I, so I'm still like super careful, but, uh, I ended up going to the store and I was doing a self checkout thing and I got my, just my mask on, I got gloves on. Um, and the scanner kept like thinking I was stealing shit. So it would <laughs> like beep and it would go like need assistance and it would pause. And a guy kept having to come over, put his coat in, watch a video to show that I wasn't stealing shit, that I was just, Jesus 
putting stuff into my bag slower than normal. And it happened like 15 times. And in my head, I'm going, don't be H. Don't be fucking unreasonable right. here. Because this guy's got to deal. I VCRs at the <laughs> right. yeah, grocery store. This guy's got to stand here and do this shit and interact with people all fucking day for no reason. Because I did hear somebody. Because I'm like, all right, I know people. I fucking get it. We want to go back out into the world and people are getting really stressed out about him making money and shit and their stores and their businesses and i heard somebody make a really good point like it was it, they they don't have the right to make a good point because they're totally being sheepified by this conservative right who's like you should go out and say what i want you to say yeah. nope as they slip that mask off take it off them <laughs> just go out there say open things up Daddy's got some stocks, but she was just like, but she was like, we have local businesses in this small town, and I get when you say non-essential retail, but you're allowing Walmart, the only store in our small town, to be open, and you're not just keeping their, you know, grocery store open. People are going to their store and buying fucking entertainment centers. Mm-hmm. And when we finally get to open back up, me being a local furniture maker, nobody's going to want to buy my shit because they were all bored shopping, buying, you know. They already bought it. Right, exactly. Right. You have to wait two years until someone needs to buy another cha- ottoman? Like, no, totally. Like, that's the sad part is yeah, the big corporations got deemed non got deemed essential. So your specialty shops... I mean, it hits me in particular for, like, comics and, and they, stuff. Yeah, and they for They probably sure. have the bandwidth to apply for all that low, uh, bailout money, too. Right, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And yes. all the rigmarole of going through all that, like, you can get some of that money. But most people, to get that money, you needed to keep staff on for X amount of time. So hard. Yeah. Yeah, so hard. So then to get the initial small business loans, you had to have kept your staff, so you had to pay your staff. Until you can get the loan. And you had to have the money to be paying that, and they fucked all the loans up, so... And the money ran out. Like, people... I get it. When I see people, I I see their idiotic signs, and they're being very reckless, and I feel like they're being used as pawns. But some of them are making arguments like, dude, I'm walking by a Walmart that's open every day, and my shit's going under. If everybody's allowed to hustle into that Walmart... Then I can have somebody come in, and it's hard. I'm, I'm still, I'm conflicted as it comes out mm-hmm. of my mouth right now because yes. if that shit, we fucking open things up, and we all got to go back and do this thing again. Which there's plenty instances. It's happened um, already in certain places in Asia and Europe where they've been like, "Fuck yeah. it, open up," or we didn't close down at all. Like they showed Sweden, and Sweden's like, "Nah, we're just didn't really close stuff down," and. You know, it's curd immunization, yeah, yeah. and they show Sweden two thousand something deaths. They show yeah. Finland right next to them, one hundred and thirty, and then yeah. Norway right next to them. It's like one hundred and fifteen. So there is a big difference yeah. between being cautious. And but we made that. money, motherfucker. Yeah, it's it's. Well, it's also talking about like I was going to bring it up when we were talking earlier, but Ashley told me today Watertown officially canceled the Fourth of July parade. Wow. So Cranberg's gonna be popping off, Jerry. Corona Central. Oh yeah, you can't hold the Fourth of July down in Watertown. We know the mayor South. of Cranberg. His name. If is they Brent don't Reinhardt. sell fireworks, you know they're still selling bullets. People are gonna be shooting those guns off at buckets of gasoline <laughs> if they don't sell bottle rockets. And I'm, and that's they're just not gonna a write joke. Corona on the bucket of gasoline, and they're like, "Do do, I got you, Corona." I am, though. I had, like, a, in the middle of my tooth pain two days ago. We will, gentlemen, we will have to have a jerk practice meetup. Whether that means we all... I don't know where that is or what that is, uh-huh. but we need to get, like, a shitty cabin on some shitty lake somewhere yeah. and cut loose yeah, for, just like, a week yeah. or something. That'd be fun. Totally. Now's Once the it's time. all said and done. Once it's all said and done, because what 
you know, like, what are we waiting for? If this hasn't shown us all, like, what are you waiting for? Because it yeah. just showed the, it's hard to say, but like, nothing's really that real. Nothing's really that soundstone. If they so, can just go, mm, turn it off. Everybody oh, stay Oh, okay, in. I have nothing. <laughs> and then Imagine just... if the internet went away, like, we would be barbarians. Right. So it's all like we should all just hang out and have some fun, I think. No, I agree. A hundred percent. Alright. Uh you guys need to watch The Last Dance, even if you're not a, a sporty sport, Henning. It is I haven't seen any of absolutely it. I've been reading about it. Amazing. The last dance. Sounds it's cool. a I'm sure you're into a ten part documentary series about the nineties Bulls and Michael Jordan. It's oh, okay. beautiful. Something <laughs> in the dance. Casey, and then uh, Henning over and erased what he just wrote down. No, it's worth it. You'll see, like, <laughs> the, the, no. there's a little crazy... That's why you said Genghis Khan killing anybody over the height of a wagon wheel, like their general manager. Just watch it. You gotta just see... He's like a four-foot, like, egotist. Oh, Jerry Krause? Yes! Who gets into it with Michael Jordan? And Michael Jordan gives he's him He's the smallest, shit. fattest guy from Chicago you've ever seen. Oh, it is so He's a beanbag with, like... Dockers on. He goes, um, Michael Jordan's walking by him and he's taking a couple Tylenol. And Michael Jordan goes, Hey, Jerry, Jerry, hey, are those uh, magic beans to make you taller? Nah, they can't be. But I know those ain't your diet pills. And then he walks by and goes, <laughs> And like, just, the they just openly mock this guy as if they're, it legit felt like the jocks you hated in high school picking on the nerd. So you're conflicted, right? Because you're like, these are grown men. But then you see that this guy was a real butthole. And their only right. their only go-to was, I guess I was kind of a mean jock in high school. But not Scottie Pippen. He's amazing. He's is amazing. He Prince. He's sweet. Despite many podcasts ago, I was talking about how bad of a tipper he is. No tipping Pippen. Well, no tipping Pippen, but... his dad had a stroke at the dinner table. And his brother got paralyzed from a wrestling move. So, Oh, no! <laughs> Pippin. Out to him then. Can't hate Pippin. I, I'm just tip either. For anybody who wants the human drama and you want to see most important, if you want to see like young Michael Jordan, what fame and celebrity and the course of human events, if this is thrust upon you, you'll see a young Michael Jordan doing his own laundry and asking his mother to send him stamps to 1997's Michael Jordan. When somebody dares ask him for an autograph, and it is cuffs them the best thing you've ever seen. Just the shift. Oh man, it's good. Amazing. Good times. So good. All right, uh, I kept you guys long All right, enough, dudes. Uh, I love you that guys. Stuff over. I love you too. It was really good talking to you. Um, I know what you mean, though. A Zoom break is is good though too, Henning. I got a Zoom family meetup in about ten minutes. Actually. Oh my lord in heaven. Oh yeah, I'll keep my I'll keep my recorder tank. running. I had one with the Germans this morning. The Germans. They better be sending us some beds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk about injecting ourselves with bleach. 